This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It is Wednesday here at the Star in Frisco, and the Cowboys, of course, are getting ready to head to New York this weekend to take on the Giants, the 2-10 and 10 Giants. But we're all excited here <laughs> to give you a full update of everything that's going on. How are you guys doing today? Super, Tay. Doing well. Good. Doing well. I know. You know, before the show, we were looking at a few things. Guys, we always spend so much time out in Southern California, especially for Cowboys training camp. Yeah. We're thinking of all of those guys. You guys make those training camp practices what they are. The hospitality you show to everyone is amazing. So seeing these images, we're, we're thinking of you. We're praying for you. And if you want to give, there's always a place to give to Salvation Army, who is immediately responding to this disaster out there in California on our website on DallasCowboys.com. Yeah. I don't think I can look at any more of it. It's devastating. It's heartbreaking. They don't look yeah. real, some of these images. That's my favorite we, place in the world. Yeah, Brian, you know, drove us up, Rob and I, and Mick, I think you were already there. You took the bus. But you drove us up to the L.A. game this year. And, right. You know, we kind of were talking the whole time. And, I mean, Brian, how many times, Rob, did he say, I want to go to the Getty Center, you know? Yeah. yeah you talking po- about that. and Two years in a row, I've, I've rode down with you, and you pointed out every time. Yeah, am I, am I like the old man guy no, that every no. time I drive by something, I point something out? No, you just, no, you just no. love it out there. We no, I, I know what you're saying, and I do. I, I love – I'm with Mickey. I, I, I do love it out there. I, I really do. I'm, I'm from Texas. I'm from Dallas, Texas. But people say, oh, California, L.A. and all that, you know, the scene might be I, – I, you know what? That's, to me, up that – where we have camp in Ventura and all that, that is as nice as it gets right up there. And it's it's going up the hill towards Ojai, and I, yeah. I went up to Ojai – two summers ago and Beautiful we rode resort. our bikes down Golf on the trail yeah. and it's all under fire and it's like i just can't imagine it yeah I just can't, can't imagine happen. yeah well if you can help help those folks and then that it's yeah. getting so close to the ocean you yeah. would think that you know that, i mean it's right there on the 101 yeah very devastating Golly. so just everyone we're thinking of you guys out there and thank you so much for always supporting us but absolutely to get back to things here at the Star, of course, Garrett back on his normal Wednesday schedule after there you go. crazy few weeks with the <laughs> Thursday night games and such. Gave some updates. Of course, Tyron Smith not likely to practice today, but that's expected with his veteran Wednesday. But Lyle Collins and Skandrick and David Irving are also on that list. What do you guys think about that? Uh, spoke to Lyle yesterday in the locker room. It's something he's going to have to deal with the rest of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he said, you know, we kind of asked him, is it is it a disc issue, muscular? He said kind of both. Um, and he's walking kind of gingerly. I think, you know, he gutted his way through the game, but it was bothering him as the game went on. Yeah. So, you know, they got a long flight to New York. It's something they're going to have to monitor. I think they're going to try to get him to the game like they did last week. And um, Skandrick's an, a question mark as well. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how functional he can be. Less than a week off of that injury, that back injury. Different type of injury. He's got fractures that he's dealing with. I think that's a big question. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting real close to calling that one an out. You got the you thumb are. up? Yeah. I'm getting, yeah. I got it kind of right there. I mean, I'm, I just, yeah, they're going to have to figure out. And, you know, hey, last week, what'd they do? They put some young guys out there. We've, really, we've seen some young guys play all year. I shouldn't say that. But, you know, now you have a woozy available and what he's done. Well, you know, and Jason really didn't want to tip who he's going to start at right corner. But, 
we've got folks in this room that'll figure it out and we'll talk about it. So, uh, you know, but yeah, it's, I'm, you know, the thing with Collins, you know, last week is funny because I was asking about practice and it was like the only starter that practiced to get ready for the Washington game was, was Travis Frederick. Mm -hmm. It was everybody, every other position was a backup guy. And that's when Zach Martin was going through the protocol stuff. So Cooper. Yeah, well, well, okay, yeah, I'm, that's a good point. You're right, Mickey Cooper. But I'm just thinking. I guess about, we have to consider him a star. No, I'm just yeah, <laughs> well, considering yeah. we tried to train wreck him the other day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's uh, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking about the, the yeah. major. No, I, mean, I know major what you're guy. saying. The all yeah. pros and yeah, the all pros yeah. and, and, and those Miles guys. got yeah. round status. So it's so funny, I guess, when you see Dak come to the line and now he's got you know he's got uh, he's got uh, Green at left tackle and. Br Byron Bell at right tackle, and you know, so he's probably like, okay, well, and Jumbo Joe at right guard. Yeah, Jumbo Joe at right guard. So yeah, they, they've got of the of the of the injuries, though. I mean, I kind of feel like that they can survive the Scandrick one. Mm -hmm. I do. I, I just feel like with the players they got, it's not going to be easy. But what will be easy is the fact that the the Giants are severely handicapped at wide receiver. Yeah. So the matchups will be a little bit more favorable for you to survive something like Scott. I mean, they're very well. When they go to nickel, they're going to have three rookies out there. Yeah, but that's okay. You know, Sterling Shepard, their best wide receiver they have on their roster. Still left. And yeah. He's healthy. Yeah, right. yeah and right. Ingram, their rookie, tight end, receiver, whatever you want to call him. He right. was a big factor last week. He's, you know, he's got to step into a major role this year. Yeah, they need to figure out a way to keep uh, Eli upright. If they don't do that, then you might as well forget everything they got. Yeah, well, it's optimistic to think that they can overcome this Scandrick injury because... Well, I think it's optimistic because of the guys they've got. I think those young kids, you know what, I, I think some of them having to sit last week a little bit or kind of... them up? Kind of maybe thought, okay, hey, listen, you know, you need to kind of play a little bit better for us here. You know, Who are you, you thinking of in particular, Brian? Well, okay, how about Jordan Lewis? Yeah. You know, Jordan, how about Anthony Brown? I mean, we're all talking about Anthony Brown. Mickey wants to give him confidence, you know, for Christmas. You know, that was something that's absolutely. That's what he said? Yeah. That's yeah. your gift? Yeah. That's my gift. That's gift Because I still think he's good. Yeah, Mickey's he like, is. you know, yes, we played a game the other day, and it's like, Mickey, what do you want to give Anthony Rang? I want to give him confidence. Because he knows he's, he's right. He's played better. But maybe the fact that he had to sit back and say, okay, whoa, okay. They're going to yank me out of this lineup if I don't play a little bit better. Rod Marinelli said it last week. When you're a coach, the bench is your best friend. Yeah. That's, that's Because it's like a ultimatum. Bottom line, yeah. I well, mean, if we look well, at if that's we, the one thing they can do is they can look take what away did to Benson Mayowell last year. December yeah. was a four and a half sack month for him last year. They could use four and a half sacks from him. Maybe December is his month. We'll find out. Could be. It's December. Yeah. They got a song about that. It's December. It's December. Taylor Swift does. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Is there a Wednesday? Well, song? it was Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Oh, what a night! Late December, back oh, in '63. Yes. That was right. a song. Yeah. So anyway, when they went dime last week, that's yeah. kind of what we're going to see with the exception of, of Scandrick right. being in there. And he was playing outside. They had him outside on the nickel, but yeah. when they went dime, they moved him in, and um, Lewis started playing right corner. Right. Xavier Woods was playing. Uh, Byron Jones would come down. Woods went deep. And so, yeah, those three guys, Wouzier, I have a feeling Byron Lewis Jones and, is going to be on, on Ingram. On Ingram. On the tight end. So they'll probably play a lot of – of, I don't know if you want to call it dime, nickel, whatever, but maybe single safety high to make sure that that guy's covered one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Don't be zoning him. Yeah. Mickey loves the zone coverage. That's his favorite scheme. I, I hear him in the press box every time, and he goes, stop it, stop it. 
Well, I, 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 I guess I, I mean, I've, I've listened to the defensive coordinators. I've listened to several defensive back coaches, and zone is a necessity, they think, I that, that well, you've got to do it. Clog and cover. I know you don't like it, but most of their takeaways have come from zone. They've been in the zone look when they've done it. I didn't see any. They sure didn't get any on that drive where Washington went zip, zip, zip right down the field. Typically, it gives you the best chance, right? Because your your eyes are towards the football. Yeah. You, know, you gotta you gotta mix it up. Some. I haven't. You can't ins- play exclusively, man. You know that. I know, but I haven't seen anybody attacking when they play zone, uh, or at least understand where their zones are. Well, coach was really positive about what he saw from a Wouzier. You know, he, he he was he was pleased with that. So, would you say that's been one of their more successful second round picks in a while? I mean, well, obviously, Demarcus Lawrence is having the success, but you traded for him. And- well, and, and, you know, well, it's a second round pick, though. Yeah, it is. Jalen Smith played better the last couple of days. Last couple. Sean Lee's pretty good. Sean Lee's been good. That's absolutely right. Yeah, Sean Lee back, everyone. <laughs> yeah, hey. back. I stole your line yesterday, Mick. I hamstring. No, you did the Cowboys this morning or something. You're doing with Lens, and you said. Five and one with him, five, one and five without him. He's necessary. It's pretty pretty simple to yeah. me. Math. Pretty important. <laughs> and uh, he's out there practicing right now. We've yeah. seen him. You think they're going to make a huge, huge difference in the game? In uh, this game, maybe not. Oh, I, I think I, – I, I'm, I'm trying to get you guys to say he's going to have 15 tackles is what I'm trying to – because I think he well, is. Well, I would have loved to have had him in other He'll games. He'll steal all Hitchens' tackles. Yes. Some of the, San, See, that's San where Diego, the difference oh. – LA, the Charger game. Yeah. That would have helped. Here's where the difference is going to be is that Hitchens gets to go back to where he belongs. Right. Play the mic. Because that's where I think they, they struggled. We haven't seen those, that duo together but maybe three or four games, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's been a it, it, that's been unfortunate. Not yeah. just having one or the other out, but both uh, early in the season, no Hitchens, because together I think they kind of stabilize things. Yeah, both going to make George Reba come in here. He was watching practice and he was pointing to a hand. I was going to get an update on Dak Prescott. Doc, maybe. Well, let's the, go to Twitter because I'm sure we can find. Well, some here's there. George. He can put on a head slam. Here, George. Underneath there, there, George, in the end of the table, there's a. Oh, I don't do I need a headset. You saw something with Dak. Yeah, no, he, he just has a padding. Looks like tape on the back of his hand. Uh huh. This is all free. The front part of the hand's free, and he's throwing fine. So all right. So he he didn't look like he was having any issues at all. And matter of fact, I was uh, <laughs> leaning over to Brad Sham, and I said, uh, "says uh, is that a, is that a glove?" Or because he was way down the other end of the field. And about that time, he dunks one over the uh, goalpost. I think he's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the great sign. George Reba joining us here on Talking Cowboys, making your Talking anyway. Cowboys debut. You Thank you. Thank you, George. Thank you, George. Well, that's a good injury report because the Giants, I just went to Twitter to see if anyone was tweeting about Dak, and they just shared. They, they said 12 minutes ago, this is who will appear on this week's injury report. They've got a lot of guys, a lot of guys that are very important to them. Of course, Eli Apple with the hip. Casillas with the neck wrist. That's mm. never good. Gallman, I hope I pronounced that right. Right, the running, running back. Running back. Goodson with an ankle, the mm. linebacker. Mm-hmm. Of course, their defensive tackle, Snacks. Harrison. Harrison mm-hmm. With the elbow and JPP, a finger injury. Well, he always has a finger injury, doesn't he? You had to go there. I I'm knew sorry. somebody would. We all just gonna we were just gonna, we were gonna let it ride, Mickey. And their you just offensive line is already beat Jumped up right on that, didn't I? Yeah. But Pew? I know it's it's Pew, right? Right. Yes. Justin Pew. Not back. Jethro. Yeah. Justin. Yeah. And then Sterling Shepard, who we just told you was one of their real only options at wide receiver, has a hamstring. 
And then an offensive lineman, Wheeler, concussion. So they just – Wheeler's been the starter at right tackle for them, and he's the one that if you if you get the opportunity to play him, you want to rush him as many times as you can. He started for Pew last week? Yes, he did. Oakland. Yeah, he started the last couple of weeks. See, that that's a long report, and that's not even counting all the guys they put on IR in the last week. They put five guys on injured reserve, uh, including DJ Fluker, their right guard, so their whole right side of their offensive line is compromised. Janoris Jenkins is on IR, so Tay, you mentioned the secondary. Somebody's got to step up for them there. They're they're less than full strength for sure. Who's stepping up for Flowers? Nobody. He's going to try and be himself, <laughs> which isn't very good. That was a was it first round or second round pick? First top. Ten that was a, that was pick, first right? round, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. See, they were they were holding on the the kid uh, Sheriff that the Redskins took at five from Iowa. And then they got caught, and they said, "Okay, we'll take the next best guy." And the next best guy wasn't the next best guy wasn't Tyron Smith or Zach Martin or Travis Frederick. The was, next best guy was him, and that's uh, that messed them up. They're way behind the game on that offensive line. That that's your that's your hope right there. I mean, and I know they've had some struggles on defense. I yeah. think a lot of it has to do with the secondary, what you're talking about. But you know, still, you got to deal with. You know, it's never good to have to deal with Olivier Vernon, and you're talking about the injured hand of JPP. He seems to have a great game against Dallas all the time. Can you so, name their wide receivers? Not name Shepard. Yes, Lewis and King, right? Tavares King, Roger Lewis. Yeah. Very familiar with Tavares King's work. Oh yes, yes, very. Okay. Why A and M? No, I just read <laughs> read up on him a little bit <laughs> yeah. this morning. That's the problem. I mean, that that's a real problem. They, you Lewis know, Brandon Marshall, Junior, yeah. Roger Lewis Jr. Yeah. How about their starting running back? It's a uh, Orleans Darkwa. Uh, Darkwa. Yeah, well, they've was, got a bunch of backs. They use all of them. Yeah. Shane Vereen. Yeah. Shane Vereen, the best one is Galman in my opinion. Yeah, Galman's the best one in my opinion. Paul just, Perkins. Uh, Paul Perkins. Yep, that's, Didn't he's listed fourth? Wasn't he starting? Yeah, at one, like at one point in time, I think he actually against the Cowboys. Against the Cowboys, we were talking yeah. about it sure. being Don Perkins' sure. nephew. Sure. Yeah, and I think he was a big role player for them more so last season. Right. They've yeah. struggled. I mean, it, it's the, to me the problems is clearly the offensive line, and they don't run the football. And then they've got the quarterback is the guy that's playing right now is a veteran who's going to start a new streak. You know. <laughs> Well, that was my thing was we just named all of these issues and it's like, okay, yeah, bench Eli, he's, he's the problem. You know, that's to me, that's, well, I don't think it was a problem as more. So it was like, Hey, we have an opportunity to see what we have left here. Yeah. It, yeah. Like I said yesterday, if you were going to start Davis Webb, I get it. But Geno Smith, you, yeah. I think at this point, you, you know what Geno is in the league and he's not a bad player, uh, but he's not your future either. So it, it was kind of a strange move. Sounds like they're going back to Eli and that, you know, that's not good for Dallas because I think they're going to rally around him this week. Do well, there was a lot of – I saw – I must have seen three stories in the New York papers today saying that if they're going to change quarterbacks, let, let's see Davis Webb. Yeah. Because you're going to have a first-round pick. Sure. And you got to make a decision. But you're also going to have a new general manager, too. Right. But the new general manager might want to see Davis Webb also. Yes. And it may be an in-house guy. You what never if they know. bring Dave Gettleman back in? Well, you I guys don't know. I Dave. Saw, yeah, I was saw, his name mentioned? I saw his name. He mentioned. was at Carolina. He was a pro personnel director for the for the Giants forever. Very well respected guy. Matter of fact, got the job because guys like Ernie Acorsi, who used to be the general manager before him, uh, were pushing him. Which, yeah. by the way, they've brought him in as as a there you go. consultant. There you go. Ernie Acorsi, who had been there forever. 
Yeah, exactly. So he's kind of doing what Coughlin did with Jacksonville. I yes, think. he did. Yes. Yeah. So you never know. He may have an influence on somebody that he's worked with. He'll help. He'll help with the hire yeah. there. They'll, they'll use Parcells. We're here. We're talking about the Giants. But anyway, that's yeah, that's when you that, that's the evaluation to me personally. If I was if I knew we were all going to get fired, you know, I wouldn't care. But if I knew that we still had a chance to stay in there and, and draft, you know, with a new general manager, I'd want to see Davis Webb play myself. I'm saying we drafted him. Let's see if he can play. Like you can rationalize that and say, well, the next Eli, four Eli, games, Eli, we love you. The season's lost. Let's play the young guy. You've made the call. We may have to make a decision on top five pick on a quarterback next spring. Yeah. Who is, what is Davis Webb? But they didn't do that. And that's what was strange about it. I think well, that's, why, that's why the New York fans revolted. And, 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 and the, guy, the guy that wrote the story that basically was saying this is the guy they need to look at pointed out that, see, he, he wasn't even active. No. No. So Manning was the active second quarterback. Right. And they go, what What good was that? As a matter of fact, they pointed out that in the previous several games, had he been the active second quarterback, when they got beat so bad a couple times, could've they could have put, him, put in him in there and just right. let him get some snaps and, you know, see how it goes. You know, it's funny, though. It's with it, They play Davis Webb, though, and they have this bad offensive line, and he looks like And he's crap. not going to look good. And he's, right? yeah. he's going to look bad. Then all of a sudden, what's going to happen? New general manager is going to come in and say, well – you know what, the kid's not any good. Maybe the general manager that's coming in might not have liked him coming out of Cal to begin with. That's you fair. Know? You don't want to David Carr him, you know, yeah. where you just you ruin the kid because he's not – he doesn't I, have a chance back there. You know what, though? Gabbard. Well, if you're, if, you're the Cow, if you're the Cowboys, what's the strength of the Cowboys defensively? Their pass rush, right? Better I mean, get after yeah, whoever's I mean, back it, there. It's all about, it's all about if, they, if they get – sometimes they get protection, then what's really – the Cowboys are playing with a bunch of rookies back there. Tate mentioned David Irving, though. Somebody to keep an eye on this week. Did have a concussion in the game against Washington. Not going to practice today. Maybe later in the week. We'll see. He looked fine Monday night. Where was he Monday night? Oh, at the holiday party? There you go. Yep. He, he'll, he'll bounce back. Did you get the memo? Yeah. What? We're not supposed to talk about? The yeah, no pictures. No, you know, I didn't take any pictures. He took photographic memory. It's a private, <laughs> private party, Mickey. I'm just saying. We don't Dave, talk about the party. David was there. We don't talk about the party. Moving well. First rule. Moving well. Yeah. All right. Well, let's Absolutely. take our, our our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. When we come back, we will have more updates for you as we get ready to face party the update. Giants 12 p.m. Sunday. It can Stay. be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue. 
shotgun formations, and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talking Cowboys. Pick your plays, not your wedgies. Tommy John is the most comfortable underwear on the planet and comes back by a no-wedgie guarantee. If you suffer a wedgie in your Tommy Johns, they'll give you your money back, Mickey. Guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. How do you prove that? How do you prove the wedgie? You take a take a picture. Take a snap of it. Mickey, take a picture of me. Take a <laughs> picture. I never want to see that image ever. Please. <laughs> what? No, Tammy, I mean, it's a legitimate I question. That. I second that. Oh. It's a legitimate question, right? Sorry, Mick. You know, respect. <laughs> Somebody we haven't seen for a while is Rico Gathers. And oh. A lot of people have been asking <laughs> questions if we will see him at all this season. Yeah, Stephen Jones said no. Stephen Jones did say no. So are you agreeing with that, Brian? Do you think that's smart? What's his future here with the Dallas Cowboys? Well, I, I think with Rico Gathers is they, you know, it was a significant injury. If we remember what happened, I think, Rob, were you with me when we were doing maybe training camp live? And, yeah. And he, he took a, he took a, a, a Kayvon Frazier shoulder into the neck and jaw area and it whiplashed him pretty good. You know, it's in every like, oh, it's concussion protocol. They think, you know, two days and the guy's out. This one was almost a broken jaw and a, a severe shot to the head. So they had to get through all that. You know, outside our office, he's trying to work his way back in, working with the the, uh, the trainers and the strength staff to kind of to get himself together. But you know, I, I think that there's things that it, he needed to he needed to play the whole time in order to be a guy that you would consider. Me personally, I would. You know, I know there's some things you saw in training camp crossing routes, ability to get the football and all that. But I, I felt like there was more nuances that he needed to learn. And the fact that he didn't play really the whole season, I don't know how you throw him back in there now mm-hmm. and say, okay, well, this is going to be, you know, let's go ahead and just do the things. Just let him let him get healthy. Let him work with the, the trainers. And then when we get to OTAs in 2018, you'll see what the tight end situation is with the Cowboys. A reasonable know? person would think that, right? Yeah. I don't know what people think he was going to come back and do at this point in the season. Hey, man, he had two or three touchdowns I preseason. Understand. He was balling out there. So who you who you who you sitting to to put him on a roster? I think people would argue James Hanna, Blake Jarwin. That's four tight ends, though. Are you gonna you're not no, gonna I, be all I, active you know, on game l- day. Let me ask you this: If you want to, if we want to, and Tay brought it up, the tight end situation. Take Wit now the equation, you know. But of the backup guys, who are the one the one guy you feel or two guys you feel the best about? I mean, as, as you say, okay, that guy, you know, for what he's doing, he's really helping this team. Between I mean, like Swaim and Hannah? Swaim, Hannah, yeah. I thought Hannah did a nice job in the running game the other day. Swaim's a better 
receiver for you. Had a great block in the in the he, in the in the punt return. He's an underrated the... blocker. You'd put Hannah at the bottom of that list. But my point is, no, I'm, I'm, I understand what your point is. I'm my just point trying... is the guy hasn't played any football, and he's not going to come in after not practicing yeah. for umpteen weeks and, and 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 be a star. Now, what they can do if they want is. They can he can become one of their recall IR guys because now right. we're we're past, done we're past right? the we're point past yeah. the point where anybody's but Stephen told back. you that Stephen told you they're not but do they, what they can do is they oh, have a twenty one day yeah. window to practice him right so if they just want to bring him out and say hey you're going to have three weeks of practice right and we'll you know see what you can do right just let him put the pads on again put the helmet on again. And then when you get to the end of the three weeks, if you use it the last three weeks of the season, you're either done or you're going into the playoffs. I, I and then see what you you're just saying. put them on IR for the yeah, rest of the year. I see what you're saying right there. So if you practice them the next three weeks after this week would be, you only have three more weeks of the right. season left. So then you just take a look at him and if – you know, if you want to, I guess you could activate him at the end of the last Yeah, or, or you so. just put him on IR. Or just put him on IR. I think yeah. Steven's point was, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to play. Steven's no. point, I think, was logically, like, it's not realistic for him to contribute yet. He needs, he needed a full season of development, and he's going to have to not start over, but start fresh again with the program in the spring and and work his way back then. Because he still had a long way to go, despite the way that's what I think, he was coming yeah. along as a pass receiver in preseason. We saw that. But there's other, there's a lot to I'm that. I'm trying position. to remember though. Did we have him on our initial 53 when we broke camp, Rob? When we did that special, we did because I don't think uh, we wanted to subject him to waivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they weren't ready to put him on IR just yet. Right. I think, I think, I think they, we talked yeah, about that. Didn't though. they keep him and then well, I can look it up? Yeah, they the they, they, oh, they sure cut, they cut Kellen Moore. Right. To, to keep him, he was he and he was on the roster. Then they moved him to IR and brought Kellen because back. They, they, they put him a procedure. There was a, a procedure, yeah, thing. to get him. Yeah, in. yeah. But so, I, I think, so they could let him practice for three weeks, and I don't know how much he'd get in. He'd be on the scout team, but it would be practice, if nothing else, mm-hmm. a little extra exposure, and then you just put him on IR. And that's it. Just want to make sure you kept his rights. See, but that's what's, all. what's really. And you have to kind of look at, you know, Mickey's right. I think you have to read into some things, though, too, that they activated Jarwin before they activated him. Mm-hmm. You know, that there's decisions that have to be made. Is that a front office decision or is that a coaching decision? Mm-hmm. You know, there's always something. You could follow along these moves. These, these, these things that they do move-wise are not. They're hints. They're hints. And it's not a mystery. You know, and, and when I was in scouting, I, I remember – you know, like guys would cover the team. I'd bump into Mickey or Nick or whoever, and we'd talk about things. And you'd say, "Well, this is why we did this," or "This yeah. is." And they, and they, and generally, Mickey had a really good idea of what we were doing because it made sense. Because he's a brilliant man. Well, but I, I just I don't th- think you have to be brilliant. No, but it, it makes common sense. Just, just you know, you think about okay, he's now out there working with the trainers. He's trying to get better physically. Okay, great. But okay, but are they hurrying him along? Is it do the do the coaches don't want him to be involved? Do the front office not? I mean, just kind of. It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's really one of those things, and they just want to say, okay, let's like Rob said, let's go, let's work on something fresh in 2018. I think that's really where this is at. And Jarwin's a guy they didn't want to lose. Yeah, that was a possibility, and they are looking towards the future. And this is a guy they want to develop as well. Makes so me, makes me wonder if Rico Gathers was in his situation like last year, would they just let Rico Gathers walk? 
you know, what we know now, maybe they would. You, you look like that. Well, I, I just know there was a lot of excitement about him as a prospect, and I, I still think maybe it, it's... I, oh, he's got his sponsors. There's no doubt about that. I guess that's my point. He doesn't and have enough sponsors. To I this think. point, maybe I think... That's the yeah. problem, yeah. But I think there's still some sponsors there that want, oh, there's that want some to big see sponsors. him there's some big sponsors. This, yeah. this yeah. injury might have saved him. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's because this year, if you were you, would you have kept four tight ends right from the start? I don't think so. Well, they were they to me, that was going to be the how much do you really think? That's what I'm saying. When you have sponsors, the sponsors will say we want him. And then the other side will say we don't want him. So then it depends on who is the major sponsor to get the guy. Weren't we debating four tight ends and four running backs? We were. Yes. Right. And they end up kept keeping the four running backs. They sure did. Probably couldn't keep four tight ends. Yeah, and they kept the sixth receiver. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was another one we were debating. So they, they keep the you know they obviously kept the sixth receiver over Rico Gathers. Mm-hmm. Again, don't don't make this too hard out there, folks. Yeah. Just kind of look and see what what the situation is and take the hints. Take the hints. Rico in twenty eighteen. Yes, let's go to the phone like line. We have Kareem from Atlanta on the line. What is up? Hello. Hello. Kareem. Hello. Call us back, Kareem. Call us back, Kareem. I don't know what happened there. Our show just, when it you know, calls. We're saying, just... I know. We're saying Kareem Hunt, and it's getting me excited about how he was so great at the beginning of the season. You had him on your team, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. But you guys saw that uh, Andy Reid suspended Marcus Peters for this game yeah. this weekend after his actions. So many suspensions this week. It's just been. What did he do? He threw a flag, didn't he? Yeah, he got a he got a pass interference. Oh, was he the one that threw yeah, it in the stands? The, I was watching the game. I love that. I was watching the game. The Jets. <laughs> Sassy. The Jets were trying to – it took the Jets 10 plays basically to score a touchdown and another 10 plays to run the two-point conversion. And Peters got – Peters picks up the flag and just chunks it into the stands. <laughs> and, yeah. like, some guy catches it, and he's taking pictures with it and all that. But uh, – yeah, I mean, and it, what was really kind of strange about that too is Peters. He's kind of a to his own beats his own drummer kind of a guy. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, he's he's turning around looking at the crowd and he's talking to somebody like I'm going to meet you after the game. You know, he's like he's making plans. Like he gets kicked out and then he comes back, but he's got his shoes on with no <laughs> socks. So it's kind of he's kind of a but boy, Peters. He can, yeah, he can cover. You got suspended for that? Yeah. Like, well, by Andy Reid. By Andy Reid. Reed. 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 Not by the NFL. It's got to yeah. be more. So, so he fouled in the footsteps of. Didn't Kelsey do that earlier in the year? Throw he the flag. Picked up the flag and threw it back at the referee yeah. or something. I, I I love that. Yeah, but he it's uh, yeah. The, once Sass. again, now you're you're Andy Reid and you you started off very very well <sighs> and now you've lost games. It's the same thing. I mean, there's rumors about here AFC West talk. There's rumors about Denver. That guy being one and done. In Denver. I mean, that just goes to show you, though, these coaches yeah, I mean, you lose control of your team and you don't have what it takes and, you know, they move on from you. Cowboys win against them. You could argue at the time that was the best win of the season. Yeah. I mean, really talented team, especially offensively. They started but, their downfall. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. They were – Well, they lost, a, they, lost deep, a, right? they lost a Thursday night game or a Monday night game against Oakland. Mm-hmm. Right. And then came and then, yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of a – Kind of been a bad situation for him there. Absolutely. And then, lady this and lost to Denver and got them gloating about themselves. And yeah. I think they won one more game after that. And bad. Yeah, well, we do have a caller on the line. Uh, oh. Long distance, Philippe from France. Hello. Bonjour à tous. Bonjour. Uh, first, let me, first, let me uh, wish you 
uh, and anyone in Cowboys Nation, happy holidays. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Cowboys, you're welcome. Uh, Cowboys needed time to figure out their uh, running back situation and the defensive back end. Uh, now they're on. Now I think they are on. And remember, Zeke will be back in two weeks. Yes, we know. If they do, if they do the playoffs, mm -hmm. I'm sure we all. Uh, get a great late Christmas gift and a great birthday gift, uh, great birthday uh, gift early in February, uh, as I was born on the first. Uh, watch out, NFL. Mm, as long uh, as uh, as the song says, the boys are back in town. Oh, then Lizzie, yeah. thanks for taking my call. All right. Go Thank Tigers you. and go Cowboys. Thank All righty. Appreciate that. Always fun. Always fun to hear from Philippe and France. Yes, we are all very excited counting down the days for Ezekiel Elliott to return in two games. Now, Boys will it matter? Boys are back in town. And Lizzie. Will it matter? Will it matter? Got to win these next two. Yeah, ask me in two weeks or a week and a half. Well, you lose one game, you're basically done. Yeah. Yeah. So you're 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 playing playoff football as is. Mm -hmm. As we said, we said this before the Washington game. You're in playoff mode right now. So, you know, yeah. I mean, you just gotta you, you gotta win games and get help. I mean, and there, there's some matchups that can help you, but you you've got to you've got to go out there and help yourself first. And you know, figure. I, let me ask you guys this. You know, he mentioned the running game. Has it ever really gone away, the running game? I mean, I know the threat of it, Mickey. I know what you said about the threat. But is but has the running game been something that's been lacking? It's been solid. It was really good last week. But when you look at overall, those first three – how many games has he been spending now? Four? Four. Yeah. Those first three games, it was solid, but it wasn't – there wasn't that big play element to it that Zeke provides. I mean, the longest carry that they had might have been 20 yards – a little over 20 yards. And I, I, right? I mean, it wasn't the whole element of it that he provides, I don't think. Mm -hmm. they, yeah, weren't, see, they, weren't, they weren't finding the end zone either. He wasn't. No, Mickey's right. They weren't running it in because of that. And Mickey's right, too, because there was the threat. There wasn't the threat. And, you know, it didn't. But, but has the running game failed them? Has, the run, has it. They had 11 rushing touchdowns in the first eight games. They've had four. Four in the last four. It hasn't been bad. If you were another team that didn't run the football, would you be happy with this running game that Dallas currently has? If I didn't run the if football? If you didn't run the football well. It's okay, but they're not running into the end zone. No, no, you said that. I get that. And and I know the yards. They're fine. They're, the yards are fine. But they're, they're not a threat to anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think you could argue that defenses played them a little differently or have played them. Maybe continue to sitting on some of the things they like to do with Dak and his movement, waggles, some of yeah. the boots and things like that. Where you got to sell it, you can't do that with Zeke. So Mickey, you're 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 still on the the offensive line was the biggest problem. I think it was a, a bad, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Coinciding, yeah, mm -hmm. of Zeke gone, and then the offensive line got hurt. Tyron Smith misses two. Of those four games, right? He played the third one okay. He kind of right. got back into it. Right. Then you you lose 
Zach Martin in was it at which game was it Atlanta? What, I'm, I'm, the concussion game the was concussion. Uh, uh, was no it was Thanksgiving. Was I thought it, it was Eagles. No, it was hard Chargers. 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 Yeah. Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. It, and you lose him for almost more than a half. Lael Collins starts fighting his back. You know, it was I just think it ended up being too much. What you, wait, what, what do you think? No, I'm just. I'm, let me have one, one more question though. We always talk about Zeke being the deodorant, really, for the offense. Was the offensive line? Were we too high on the offensive line? I think. But does Zeke make the offensive line what it is? No, because I think initially they they didn't play that well. If you look, yeah. the, the running game kind of struggled. Oh no, early, Denver, yeah, Denver right? were awful. First yeah, month, yeah, first right? month was bad. And yeah. I think it was a matter of okay, what are we doing here at left guard? Right. And you you thought it. Was, I think that was a huge. You thought problem. it was yeah. Chaz Green, yeah. and then he gets hurt. Then Jonathan Cooper. I don't know how ready he was for right. it. Lael Collins had his struggles out on the right side. Right. I think there's just this idea. Well, we got these three Pro Bowlers, and everything's going to be just, just plug fine. them in. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And I, it wasn't that. And I thought they were starting to get better. And then the injuries occurred when Zeke went out. I, th- I think it was it, it was bad. It was a bad intersection. You've been on that train though. That Zeke is special. I do. I everything yeah, everything plays off. Yeah, and I, and I wonder if the fact that and you know I'm, I'm trying to think is it the fact that Zeke is so good that he makes up for some of the issues had maybe at right tackle and maybe at left guard he makes up for those issues. You know. Well, I was sort of glad to hear it this morning. Uh, the guys on the fan had Brian Billick on. Yeah. And that was one of the points he made. And, and and to just paraphrase, and we've said it here, they didn't just lose any running back. Right. And the next guy up wasn't going to be right. anywhere close it's to n- that yeah, it's guy. It's no knock on anybody else. No. Just, we're talking about arguably the best running back in the NFL. And he's a guy that you talk about the offensive line. After contact, he's going to get you a couple extra yards, and he's going to put Dak in a more manageable situation on second down, third down, and that's rare. There aren't many backs in the league that really do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that that can get you six where you should get about three. You know, that's that they haven't had that as much for sure. But uh, Alfred ran terrific; he was outstanding, and they did a better job, I thought, of just imposing their will in the second half and doing what they normally do and wearing down a defense. They got back to doing that. And it helps having a lead, too. And those, t- How about the takeaways from the defense to allow that Four to happen? Four of them. Yeah, that, that allows your offense to kind of do what it needs to do instead of being on, your, on defense mode all the time and having to throw more than, than you really want to. How many games does Zeke miss? Four? Mm-hmm. Four. He's still tied for fifth in scoring in the National Football League. Yeah. And he's two points away from being tied for third. So that tells you the impact he had. There's only a couple guys in the league that have had more touchdowns than him. Mm-hmm. It's important. You know, the yards, okay, the Can yards. I ask one more question? He's still the eighth leading rusher in the league. Well, let's take our break. Okay. Brian has a question after we get to Rob's Twitter poll in the third segment here on today's Talking Cowboys. Join us when we come back. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talking Cowboys. And once again, if we're talking Cowboys, we are talking Papa John's Pizza. We I'm are. Gonna, I'm going to do the liner like this. You guys can read it. Yeah. And I'll just look oh, at Oh, you're that. just showing off. Yeah, because I know why Papa John's Pizza tastes so great. Why? It's the ingredients, the veggies, fresh, whole, never frozen, pepperoni, 100% pork and beef, and made just for Papa to USDA standards, and with ingredients like that, you have better pizza, and for $10, you can get Papa John's. You know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to bring one in Friday. Maybe we need a little little, little lift. Yeah. Well, we got a lift. We got a nice win last week. Yeah. But, 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 but that deep, I keep thinking about how good that pizza It's was. great. It's it, very good. Deep dish, folks. Deep dish. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to your Twitter poll, and then we have Brian's question. Yeah, I just if you might indulge me for that. No, I, I want to get to that question, and this is not. No, one I that, want the uh, poll. Well, <laughs> what? You, well, you got it, Mick. Oh, God. I wouldn't say that this is uh, a whole lot of suspense here, but I wanted to spark a little conversation. Which players return to the lineup Sunday would provide the biggest lift to his respective team? Sean Lee for the Cowboys or Eli Manning to the Giants? Sean Lee. Sean Lee, without a doubt. Takes it away. Took that one away. 93% of the vote. I knew that was going to happen. I just thought it was an interesting thing to bring up because I think Eli, the emotional aspect of it, I think they're going to rally around him. I really do. I, picture, picture this happening. The Giants. Yeah, but who around him? <laughs> Who's healthy enough to yeah, rally? You know I'm what? rallying from the sidelines. <laughs> I, so I, can I, I piggyback on that? Go ahead. The question they asked me this morning, which yeah. guy did the Cowboys miss more, Ezekiel Elliott or Sean Lee? Well, we've had that poll like three times. <laughs> And what was the – I think Zeke's won it. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I would have voted for Manning. Really? Yeah. I would have voted for Manning. And I'll tell you why. Because, again, I, that for what, from what people, what they've said about him in that organization, you know, everybody defending him and stuff like that, you're right. I, I think that his team around him has not been good enough all year. But having him at least in there, I think, gives them a lift. They have nothing to lose. Well, and yeah, and it's like he could kind of walk in the huddle now and say, "Okay, guys, I mean, hey, I'm I'm back with you here. Let's let's get this." Done I think here. his whole team felt like he got wronged. You know, he was in tears in the locker room practically last week when he found out he was benched. Yeah, 
And I think that that can be a rallying point for a team. Now, Tay makes a great point. They've got to be healthy enough and good enough to win a game. But it is a division game. He's played well against this team for many years. So, I, to me, it's, a, if, it's an interesting storyline. If, if they were good enough offensively, it would probably make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But they're not. And so, hopefully you get the, the bad Eli that every once in a while will throw you one and make a red zone you know, fumble, sack, one of those things, sack, fumble situations. So, yeah. All right. Well, ask the question. My question. Ask the question. Yeah, my question, and I appreciate you guys allowing the senator from Texas to uh, ask this question. Well, we'll, we'll – You make the judgment on we'll that? We'll make that judgment after we yeah. hear the question. Can you go into 2018 relying so much the offense just being about Ezekiel Okay, Elliott? before I get answers from that question, can I ask you a rebuttal question? On this question? Yes. What would you say right now is the Cowboys' offensive identity? It's running the football. Running the football. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's built on Ezekiel Elliott. Well, what about right now? Right now? Without him. Oh, well, they're still trying to run the football. But I'm saying, can you go into 2018 with your offense being so reliant on one player? No. 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 Yeah, no. No. Now, 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 well, now, okay, now give me, give me a where way, are you to, gonna... give me a way, okay, if we can't be 61% run on first down and be a running football team, give me the direction that you need to go so you don't become so running back reliant. Well, I thought Mickey made a good point, I'm sorry, Rob, but I was saying, you know, Mickey made a good point a few weeks ago when we were talking about, okay, Ezekiel Elliott's absence, what does this mean for the offense, and he said, there's no real threat besides Ezekiel. He, no, he's absolutely right, and he, and he helps the defense. He for helps sure. the defense, yeah, he's, and so I would like to see that when Zeke's out, you're still worried about this circle, this guy too. You can't yeah. keep your eyes off this guy. Shouldn't that be Des Bryant? Shouldn't it be? Well, yeah, I, I think to your to that point, I think you find another receiver to add to this group that can take the top off and stretch the defense. But but we, how far can you stretch a defense when the defense is already backed off and stretched itself? I wonder if the quarterback could play downfield. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm just you didn't I, ask that last year. But no, no. But because you were able to run the football, you had success. Well, then, then maybe no, no. what you need is not stretching the field with a receiver. Give me another running back okay. that threatens the back end of a defense. See, this is where this is. This is about where, both. Well, I mean, don't tell me that's not a need. Don't tell me that they don't need somebody that can make. Get open downfield. Did you tell me that when I mean, they how many times six games how, in a row and scored 28 points? How many times have you said you're picking the first play of the game, they need to throw downfield, they need to take a shot? And they did. Well, that, that's because it's important. But now without Zeke there, they can just sit back. And what are you throwing into? See, this is the, this is the argument that you have. Is the quarterback capable of playing that way? Nothing against the quarterback, but is, are they capable of having a downfield passing game? A consistent one at least. But I, I will agree with Mickey on this. I think last year in particular, we saw that. We saw him get down the field and, and make plays, make throws down the field. I'm not, he's not, I, I, by the end how of last you, how season, you, we had debunked this theory that out of Mississippi State, he was going to be just more than a No, 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 than a bus no, no. and he, here's better than that. You're absolutely yeah. right about it. What, what is this quarterback, though? What is this guy, Tay? He, I'm asking, what, what is this guy? He's a gamer. Yeah. He's a gamer. He's best. And he's best when he's outside the pocket. Yeah, moving. when he misses those throws, Mobile. we're in trouble. Mobile, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's that dual threat type guy. He's not just the stand in there, seven step drop, 
and make those throws. Do you feel good the fact that the Seahawks won a Super Bowl with a guy like that? Yeah, but I also does that give you hope? Their defense. Yeah, they yeah. won the Super Bowl because of their defense, not because of Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson made some plays, though, didn't he? Wow. He did, he did, but. The, but he didn't stand in the pocket and throw the ball down the field. So you're telling me you would rather Dak Prescott needs a better defense than he needs a running game? He needs he needs his offensive line to play like it did last year, and they need a toy at running back that can threaten people with speed. See, I know Lance Dunbar gets hurt, right? Right. And they didn't bring him back. Sure. I think they thought they had their toy. They need with, Chris Thompson. They thought they had their toy with Switzer, and right. that didn't develop at least yet. They need a toy at running back that if Zeke has to sit, this guy can come in and threaten defenses with their speed. So you're still relying on the running game then? Well, that's yeah, fine. To some degree. But, you know, they have on, on this receiving core, sometimes I'm surprised Bryce Butler's not in the rotation as much because he can do that. He can get deep. But can you rely on him to actually catch those balls? Well, yeah. I mean, there's you could say that. Um I'd like to see more Switzer in this offense too, and see and, and just from said, what you've seen in the punt and kickoff return yeah, stuff. Just work, working him in space. But they can't get. But, they can't even get Beasley the ball, Rob. I mean, that's been a problem too. They're I, keying on him. I'd They've like, been keying on him for sure. Around the same thing of what Mickey's saying, I'd like to see them get a guy like Alvin Kamara, right? Somebody mm. who has 600 yards receiving and rushing. Mm. Somebody who's kind of that guy where you're That's like, good okay, get right there, yeah. He's just a threat. Yes, we already have Ingram, and he's a great running back for them. You know, Drew Brees has relied on him the last few years, but now you got Kamara, who's like that spritey guy, like you know what Mickey. What saying? round did they get him in? Third round. Yeah. Kind of that Swiss Army knife type guy. Well, he's fun to watch at Tennessee too. His uniform was always dirty. Got some great. My, my only thing with too, huh? my only thing with that at running back is, yeah. yeah. You don't think he plays with that, do you? He does he? Does mm-hmm. he's a warrior. Ooh, he is a warrior. When Zeke's in the lineup, though, how often is he coming off the field? He's already when he's been active, he's playing eighty-five percent of the snaps. Well, I don't want so, a first-round pick at a running back, but I want somebody like they use, we're trying to use Dunbar at times. You know, you throw him out in the flat and let him use his speed. But isn't that go. one of the strengths that actually that but Zeke has? Zeke is really good at yeah, that. Yeah, but you need somebody else. I think. I think you need a guy that if you're going to give him a break and he's not going to touch the ball 30-some times a game, you bring him in. That was the idea with Dunbar, and he gets hurt. Now he's hurt again, by the way. So two running backs and a receiver, right? But anybody that being said, anybody, there's a lot of defense. But, I don't need you know, two running backs. But anybody – I'm just saying, I'm saying two, two running backs votes. Anybody oh. thinking about the offensive line? I mean, that seems At like some point. Yes. That, that's where, I mean, yes. okay, is it consistent? Does, does the offensive line. I need about three third round picks. No, you might, you're going to get a compensatory one. Hey, compensatory. But, but, but I'm, I'm, I guess I'm asking, though, is, though, can this team be one dimensional? And you guys say they, need, they do need to change. No, I just think you've got to, in the event that you don't have him, you can't rely solely on on the foundation of your team being. So but didn't we say the guy. running game? That we didn't say the running game wasn't terrible. It's not terrible. It hasn't been as dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point, Rob. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We have Jose from Oregon on the line. What is your question? Well, I was just wondering, guys. Finally, uh, nice to talk to you guys. But I was wondering with the current roster that we have, and any additions we want to make uh, next in the next couple of years. What's the actual truth of us making a Super Bowl run within the next five years? I mean, I've been a Cowboy fan since I was 11 years old. Um, 
sad for me that I became a Cowboys fan after they won their last Super Bowl and just had my heart broken ever since then. Sure. Just don't want to be one of those Cubs fans that, uh, you know, I got to go an 80-year job, 90-year job without a championship in my lifetime, you know? Yep. Yeah, I feel for you. There's no there's no guarantee. Right along with them Cub fans. Yeah, there's no guarantee. Mick, you're a White Sox fan. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, I think it's well, – go ahead. Rob. Well, I would just say before Zeke got suspended, would we all look at – did we all look at this team and say they're a Super Bowl contender this year? And I don't know if you can say that right now. It's going to take a lot to get in the playoffs this year. But before he left, they were looking like they did last year. They were rolling offensively and it helped the defense and so if you get him back to Brian's point he means so much I think I think they're going to be right there I can tell you that I didn't think the Eagles would have been a Super Bowl contending team this no. year yeah. especially if they lost Jason Peters second Rolls. yeah second year quarterback yep. too I did I mean, not they, think so and I mean they're sitting at 10 and 2 not guaranteed but their defensive coordinator good. makes a huge difference for them though two bad Jim losses Schwartz. and it's still haunting them Oh, yeah. We knew that when it happened, right? too. We, we said it. it. The Rams it. and Packers. Are, they ba- are those bad losses? They were though? bad losses. No, they, they were games they should have won. They were either-or games in the fourth quarter that, you, you know, they're home you games. I get it. Huh? You had leads. You're playing Aaron Rodgers, and you're, play- you're playing a team that put up 35 points. Jared Goff. Well, they're, they look like a playoff team right now. They do look like a Not playoff team. Not a bad team. All I, I know, know is when you score 30 points, you ought to win. And they gave up 35. Yeah. Man, at least, you know what, I get it, Jose. You want to see that championship. But at least you're not the Falcons fans right now. <laughs> you know, they finally make it to the Super Bowl. They have a huge lead, 28-3. Yeah, how about this? I mean, how would you feel I if, told you were, story. Yeah. if you were 8-4 and four right now? The Cowboys? Yeah. Feel a lot Pretty better. good. Yeah, that yeah. Guy right there. Have, that guy wouldn't have made that phone call. No. I think the thing about it but is. There still would have been some hope. Hope. It would be interesting to see where this team is when they get to Seattle. Because that game could be the pivotal game. That could be the pivotal one. I, I think it would be fascinating Yeah, that's what happened. Are yeah. we going to be happy on Eight Christmas and six. morning, or are we just going to forget all about it? Eight and six, and you got Seattle at home. Yeah, that that's going to be your pivotal game right there. Because I think I still now – well, But getting still, to eight and six is no guarantee. No, it's no guarantee there. I, I, I do think, and this is going to sound terrible, I think Philadelphia is going to have to keep playing. I don't think you're no. Gonna, you're, you know, that's not going to be. You're a not going to get. You're not going to. It's New Year's Eve. You're not going to get a a bottle of champagne from that crew. And they're going to look at it. And they're going to look at it if the Cowboys actually get this thing going. Yeah, they'll look at that last game as let's get rid of them that's now. What I said yeah. yesterday. Yeah. We don't yeah. want to have to face them in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, that would have been like the Giants Cowboys last year if they were matched up in Week 17 instead of Cowboys. It, ha- it seems to happen every year. There's a team that gets hot. And they're fighting every. The Falcons were well, last year. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, the Packers. The Packers. Every week was a playoff game for them, and they just kept winning and winning and winning. And they came here and won it. They won a home game, and yeah. then yeah, that's what this is right now. Yep, that's what it is. But a bad loss to me. A bad loss is 42 to 17 at Denver. That's a Yikes. bad loss. I think the Chargers' loss was a bad loss. All, all three know, of those losses the, recently are bad. Losses. I know the Chargers. I know but the, the Chargers. At least they scored a touchdown. Yeah. I yeah. think the embarrassing one was the Eagles one when they didn't even get a touchdown. Yeah. Like, you were just relying on Mike Nugent, yeah. right? Wasn't it Nugent at that point? Nine points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but they were winning. Huh? At they half. Were winning, 9-7. Yeah. Yeah, at half. You had, what, five three and outs, and you got nine points? Mm-hmm. See, Terrible. That's tough. Yeah. Not Terrible. Good. So, no, yeah. but when we talk about bad losses, let's define it. It's a game you should have won. They shouldn't have beaten Denver. They were terrible. Yeah. Right? 
It's a it's a her- it's a terrible loss because you got beat so bad. But right. a bad loss is a game that you weren't you weren't you as good as Denver. You should have won. Yeah, and they they were looking in the as that second quarter was going against the Rams that this they were going to wipe this team out. Right. It was the Rams, dude. Yeah. You know. Mm, no. Oh, well, they come on. They hadn't stopped them yet. They scored. The Rams, dude, was 08 when they were winless. They they like, scored every time they I touched like the, the Rams, ball. Dude, I like that. They touched the Back ball <laughs> three times and they had 17 points yeah. and they didn't come close to stopping the Cowboys Not at until all. they fumbled the ball away. Yeah. Terrible. Hey, it's a 60-minute game. I understand, but you were awfully competitive in that game. Yeah. And, you know, okay, to accept the losses during the, the, the Zeke-less streak, but you still would have been 8-4. and four. I thought the one loss that sticks out to me that's like, what, how did you do that, is the Chargers. I mean, I get it. That's, that, that's the one where I look at the Chargers and they're last in the league in run defense, and I'm kind of thinking, just hammer it at them. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, wait, you got to stop Phillip Rivers? Oh, okay. Yeah, and what have they I, done since? That's what I'm saying. The Chargers are playing good football. They have they lost? They, no, they won three straight. No, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're winning the AFC West. Kind of a team that was a little bit suppressed before <laughs> they got here. <laughs> oh, the Raiders game. See, I hate when they do this in the schedule. Where okay, we're going to travel to New York this week. That's one side of the coast. Then next week we're going to go to the other side of the coast. Sunday night football game. Hey, they yeah. did you a favor though. They moved the game up this week. Thank you. They did. We're home a little earlier. What right? time was it? 325. It's going to be 325? Yeah. 425 there. Yeah. Save three hours. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a difference between getting home at 10 or 11 or. Exactly. There you go, Mick. One. Yeah. Yeah. Positivity throughout the air. Oh, there's the moon again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oakland. <laughs> Oakland, good luck with that. And, you know, it's going to be a big week for the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Rams. You know, hey, that's again the Eagles are. I just think a, they're. I think they're going to have to keep playing. It's a bad loss if they don't beat L.A. Terrible loss. Uh, that game's in L.A. Bad, bad loss. Don't lose to those Rams. Don't do it. The Coliseum. I think yeah. it's going to be the best game of the weekend. Yeah, it's a great matchup, no doubt. But two highest scoring teams in the league, maybe. Arguably, it has to be they're right. Up there. Yeah, yeah. But at least you know who's their strongest running back, Jai. I would think I would take Gurley over J.J. any day. Yeah, me too. I'd take Gurley. I've been a big fan of his all along. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow, same time, same place, same people, for more Talking Cowboys on a Thursday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!